G'day everyone, this is Tommy and Josh's new show called The Daily Talk Show. Yeah. Tommy Jacket. Hey. Uh, this is um, this is episode one. It is January 16. It's a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, and we're doing a bit of a intro to recap just what we did. We just finished it. Yeah. So what can you expect out uh, of this half hour? N- nostalgia. Heaps of nostalgia, and I promise every episode's not going to be nostalgic. No, I I actually think back on what we just listened to, and I love thinking back (laughs) and listening and thinking back on what we just spoke about is not something you talk about every episode. So we talk about who the hell we are, um, where we've come from. We interview, we intro each other, Mm -hmm. and get me being strangled as a kid, you being a naughty boy. That's about it. So about in, it. enjoy the half hour. Yeah. And remember, feel free to use the P.O. Box. It's P.O. Box 400 <laughs> Abbotsford 3067. Thank you. Episode one. The, you look so fucking awkward right now. Hey, you're having to lean I over to this awkward. microphone. I'm, I'm, Get comfortable. I'm, there we go. I feel great. Sorry about my shit chairs, by the way. Yeah, they're noisy as hell. Did you, you didn't put them together. Uh, I tried to. If you can hear, I've got some uh, I can't hear easy water. Well, you can't hear it. Yeah. Uh, it's there. Uh, this is... Uh, my name's Josh. My name's Tommy. And um, this is... Uh, welcome to the Daily... Uh, what is it called? The Daily <laughs> Talk Show. That's daily, the domain name. Dailytalkshow.com. And it's only five days a week. Yeah. That's correct, right? Which <laughs> I think... I, I, I did a Google search. I saw that the New York Times have something called The Daily. Yeah. And they um they do it once they do it every weekday, so okay. they get a break. So why shouldn't we? All right, we'll do that. Um, <clears throat> I reckon we I reckon we introduce each other. Okay. So I'm. Not, do you want to introduce me first? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will. All right. Uh, Tommy Jacket. Uh, Tommy Jacket was born in 1988. Solid. Uh, he uh, grew up. Uh, going to a bunch of different schools, or like two two schools at least. Four. Four. Thank you. And uh, he uh, he has spent the last fifteen years making things. He realised uh, early on in his life that school wasn't for him. Left a little bit early and started year building. Hmm? Year eleven. Year eleven. Left, yeah. Not yet, no, not year nine. I thought it was year nine, mate. I did no work from pretty much year nine. Onwards. You you left in year seven. You probably <laughs> <laughs> mentally I left, but they um yeah. So you are, uh, I would consider you um an entrepreneur that maybe only a few years ago was a wannabe, a, a entrepreneur as they call it. Uh, you have done the whole media thing. Tried working within um, street teams, radio stations. Uh, you are uh, well known within the community, having <laughs> spent Sunday with you around your area. Everyone seems to know Tommy Jacket. We got free halloumi fries because of it. That so. was good. That was from somebody that I worked with yeah. on the street team. And so massive respect for that. <laughs> Uh, and now you have gone from Tommy Jacket, the um, rebellious kid that was once described as a naughty boy 
by some teacher at a school. Yeah, I'll tell that story 100% yeah. on this. On this. <laughs> and, and have turned into a dad, a husband, uh, and an entrepreneur that's building a business. Uh, and uh, you are the perfect mix of alpha and uh, uh, alpha and self-aware and emotionally intelligent. So that is Tommy Jack. And I think uh, uh, the biggest surprise of you is while you would be the kind of guy who you might see at a fight in a pub, you're also the same guy to be having a DM with in the corner of that same pub. <laughs> Tommy with the guy I just backed up with the guy that you just <laughs> beat the shit out of. You're like, mate, let's let's sit down and chat now. What All do you right. think? Is that an okay? What have I missed? No, that was good. I was on radio, and so what I was thinking, the reason I say that, yeah, is because the energy you need to bring when you're actually on radio, because you've got like three minutes to come out of a song, talk, and then into a song. Mm-hmm. The difference between that and doing a podcast and your energy is a l- lot lower than in my head it must be like a trigger yeah. that i thought it was just going to be this more high energy thing but i don't well, think that'll be sustainable i worry that i'm like too low energy sometimes i feel like even when i did that youtube i did that youtube video yeah on digital stuff and we were like man that's you're so fucking yeah boring. you're at about that level now i am aren't i you're at that do we need to start again like let's <laughs> no we can't start again we, we can't promised. start again but i can sort of lift up my energy now from <laughs> from now from now there we go all right i'll let you have a break so the intro <laughs> there for we you go. i'm smiling and it helps yeah it does uh, i'm always smiling but this is not about me this is about you you you're the weirdest motherfucker i know <laughs> In the kindest possible way. You know a lot of weird... I mean, you live in St Kilda. Yeah. You're you're a mix of weirdness. You don't have street smarts. You're very intelligent. You... Gauging social situations is probably not your strong point. Mm -hmm. But then you'll think about it and work it out because you're so smart. And so you'll build your toolkit of how to interact (laughs) by the failure that you've... (laughs) had in the past yeah does that make sense yeah yeah. um i just wrote this here oh you're right this is my to-do list right and there's nothing to do with our show but i thought it was worth putting in you were that friend that is like the old person i.e my mother who relies on me for help with things like the interweb Uh facebook and i as in you are your mum and I am the kid helping you. Yes. Yeah, sure. So I feel that safety with you, <laughs> i.e. when I write, ask Josh on my to-do list before I leave this house to fix my email thing and to show me how to edit the photos. <laughs> so you you were very savvy with um, all things new age. Yeah. I've always that. enjoyed technology. Yeah. You're you're a couple of years younger than me, mm-hmm. um, nineteen ninety. But somehow you've been hanging around the people that I know in some regard, even though you grew up in the outer suburbs of Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, Endeavour Hills, Endeavour Hills, which I grew up in Brighton. Yeah, so I'm like right amongst it. You're like the I know this is specifically not about you, but you like in regards to Brighton, you are. The poor kid on the block. Yeah. <laughs> Brighton. No, just one thing. My parents bought a house in a place called Gardenvale. Yeah. It turned into Brighton. They did well <laughs> after it turned into Brighton. 
Perfect. Um, so yeah, you, you're the kid that's always popped up. We first started working together. I wanted to be a presenter, and you were making videos. Yeah. And how old were you then? Uh, I was nineteen. So you're nineteen. You're nineteen. I'm doing some presenting in front of the camera, mm. and it was this awkward exchange. I was shit at it. It was mm-hmm. the O week. I, I feel like the, the expectations were so low. Yeah. But it was literally like following you around as you sp- said, oh, what are you doing at O week? Yeah. You're crazy cats. Worthy. So you, you've been in film making videos yeah. f- for the good portion of your existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you were born, what year? 1990. 1990. Yeah. So you had all, like cameras were pretty accessible by the time you were. Yeah, it wasn't like it is today. But no. um, yeah, I remember the first camera and uh, would have been like uh, 2001. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was my uncle's and he was going away and we were using it. And then after that, I would have been like grade six and just started making films. So you're, cre- you're creative uh, and... You could probably make more than you do, which mm. is kind of why we're doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm... You're the cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Like we've always spoken about Tommy being a cowboy and what that means is he's... Uh, uh, because he's he's very good at experimentation and there's a sense that uh, you're playing a, above your weight class mm. in a lot of respects. So you've been very good at saying, oh yeah, there's a big client name. I haven't done that before, but I'm going to give it a crack. And at the, you've turned in from a, a cowboy who sh- would sometimes shoot himself in the foot but still get the job done <laughs> to being able to actually hone a craft and actually get way better than anyone who would have played within their space. <laughs> You're the kid who was in under 13s footy and they never had an under 13s team, so you are playing in under 16s. And you've gotten your ass kicked, but now <coughs> you are at a way bigger, better position. Does that make sense? Yeah. Anal- my first footy analogy on the daily talk show. I've um, I've learned heaps from you. I think that's what you do for a lot of people. You teach them even if they don't want to be taught. Or you. <laughs> well, that was the feedback that we had when we saw that some people that you knew <laughs> near Luna Park, where I saw it as an opportunity to be like, look. This is what I think you guys should do with your life. I know you <laughs> Never just bought met a, you. I know that you just bought a house. Have you thought about this, this, and this? And obviously, um, I know that's the way you feel about four-hour work week. But maybe, maybe you would get something out of this. And maybe As you'll you've notice, Josh goes on tangents that need a lot of context. So bear with him. Well, and that's why this is daily. Hopefully, you build up enough context that by the end of it, you um. You feel like you understand what's going on. But this the idea of this... So, I don't know how we bring up the energy. I think this is just a low-energy one. Is it? But this... Uh, no, I don't know if it's well, low-energy. Well, I'm more... I'm. My mate called me yesterday. I'm like a dog with three dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I think it's dogs hump things. I've got three of them. Therefore, I'm like... you got oh, like I'm fingers mad. in every... Okay. Oh, I'm like mad. I'm Lots of energy. Yeah, sure. I've got six nuts over here. <laughs> And I've gone mad. Whereas sometimes you are, give you a few coffees, you've yeah. lost your head. And I don't even, I never drunk coffee up until recently. But th- this show, it's like 30 minutes every single weekday. And why Why do you think, why, why have you agreed to make it? It's not to be famous. Uh-huh. 
But, I mean, you're already famous in Brighton <laughs> for like shitting in, in some neighbor's letterbox or something, I'm sure. Uh, I want to make this because my I, I actually honestly think that I am less in my head when I'm making more things. Mm. So I'm making like 100 videos this year. Yeah. And then I, I was thinking like I... I'm making 110, which is really no, cool. <laughs> I've just ended up here today making this with you, but it doesn't feel like I'm... I don't feel like it won't be achievable because mm. I think you know inside when you're like, no, nah, I actually couldn't do that. For you and I, you're like one of the only guy mates I've got. I've got probably two others, but I don't talk to them. But you and I will talk on the phone, right? Yeah. And just... Uh, do you not talk on the phone? Talk, some people are weird about talking on the phone. No, I like talking on the phone, but mm. I just don't do it with everybody. Like I've got a couple... Of, I think mm. most people would probably have one or two friends... Yeah that they talk to yeah, that's true. and you're one of them. So yeah. talking with you is very easy. So that's another reason I agree to make this. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, I think it's just about like uh, this year for me is about creative momentum. And uh, I think that we can create barriers to entry of why we can't do things. And uh, this is a way of just removing that element. And also I'm fucking sick of just like, I had a podcast called Josh Speaking where I interviewed people. I've never listened to an episode yeah, ever. It got some good apps. Uh, but the thing is that it's like the that interview style is just, it's good. It's, yeah, it's fine. But I think that there's like an opportunity for all this other cool shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so this is an opportunity where two mates can talk every day and um, talk about the world, talk about just stories and dumb shit and uh and have a really low barrier to entry no like music in between Mm. like you might just be in your car on your way to work or you might be like struggling to go to sleep or you know like just going for a walk on a melbourne sunny day I think that the, what I'm excited Josh about... Josh has overthought all of that. That's him. That's that his overthinking, overthinking coming out. I do. Because I did tell... What did I tell? Because I, I told Tommy that before before I started, I'm like, I really want to do a bit where um, Smooth FM does this great bit, like Richard Wilkins and like Melissa Doyle. They'll, they'll say, oh, you know, um, they'll, they'll describe what you're doing. And I just love when they nail it. Like I'll be yeah. in the car and they'll be like, so you're in the car. And I'm like, oh yeah, I am. <laughs> I'll tell you what we've nailed this episode is the energy that Richard Wilkins brings. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I, I don't know if I can do smooth. I think like, um, uh, I don't know. Like, would this be how we talk on, how do we talk on the phone? I, you get a lot more wild. Yeah. I don't know. You get into things. I think... But I get a bit like to the point where I'm speaking so quickly that I'm not making any sense. <laughs> like that. I, I think there's a difference between you and I telling each other a story and us kind of doing a first episode where we're talking about what we're doing. So... it's one of the, I don't know why your mic levels are a little bit lower than mine. I reckon it's all about the... How close I am to the mic. I was, yeah, but I was, I was saying also before we started recording is I've had two radio shows with two... Both hosts have told you you've had bad mic etiquette. Get fucked. <laughs> you know, the thing is though, when you're in radio, half the time it equalizes everything. Like I was never that far away. What do away. they pay you for regional radio? How does it work? What do they pay? Yeah, what do they pay? 50 grand. 50 grand. Is that like across it's... the board, do you reckon? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. $50,000, $55,000. Okay. 
it, for the amount of work you have to put in, yeah. it's peanuts. Yeah. It, it, but it's, it's all almost learning. like you're getting paid to go to school. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? It's like, and you're banking on the fact that this will be a thing. So what does that work out? A day? We don't need oh, fourteen hundred bucks a fortnight or something yeah. ridiculous. It was like seven hundred bucks a week. Yeah, it was fine Did when you, you ever living. have any? Um, so you were in Shepparton for how long? To, uh, yeah, near two years of being started in like Feb. And so that year. would have been like a breakfast show where you would be like, "Hey, it's Tommy and and oh, Stacey. We'll play clips for your for your breakfast." Yeah, so there's like an opener, and then it's to, um, you'd do like an an opener as well. Would you? Put, was it really? Oh, I'll tell you a quick story about what I did. I actually feel a bit triggered by this. It's regarding a regional show. Really? When I went to London for the for the Olympics for FIFA and Jules, Sam Kavanagh, who was executive producer of that show, or he was um, some content dude, he's hanging around. Anyway, he had given me this uh, Heath and Norm, Heath and Normie. Mm. Heath and Normie had some promo and they had taken a torch um, all around Australia and it was going to be in London and they're going to have a, um, a photo of it in London. And um, and so Sam said to me, oh, Josh, like these guys, they want to just do a bit. They're going to uh, they're gonna speak to you while you're in London and it's going to be a great end to their whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I remember... Um, uh, for whatever reason, I'd been like super busy and I hadn't, um, they wanted to talk to me before I was going and stuff, but they faked it somehow because I wasn't available. Anyway, I just remember um, I was so busy with all the London stuff that I never got it done. And I remember giving the torch to someone and we just lost the torch. <laughs> and I never did any like break for them. Like I never spoke to them what about happened? it. No idea. Paul Bastard on fifty five grand found, a year. I found a photo, and they just sent this thing all around. I remember it was yellow; it had like permanent marker on it. And I, um, I found a photo that I took on my like Google Photos. I've been backing up on my photos of that, and I felt so triggered because I'm like, I never. That was like a commitment where it's like that show. That was a big. That was their like. What Hamish and Andy's equivalent of mate, that's your phone. Sorry, that's like the equivalent of like bloody the fucking jet private jet tour. That's their version of it, mm. and it's like I've had the private jet. And I'm like, no, guys, sorry, I've um, yeah, I can't can't up. do it. Isn't that? I feel real bad about that. Have you have you got any of those like moments in your head of like little commitments that are like 15 years old that you still think about? I don't think. It's- See, I don't think like that. That's the difference between my head and yours. You hold on to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And you feel bad about it. I'm not saying I, I don't feel bad. Yeah. But there's definitely, I can't remember half that stuff. I'm sure I'll think about it. I was I'll thinking, see if I can get one. I found some old photos from a teacher. A teacher gave me $300. I wasn't in her class, but she wanted made up like a slideshow of her class, her year 10 class that she could give to them. And she gave me the money in advance. And this is you, a little editor who knows yeah, how to exactly. put it together. And, like, yeah, on and I thought it was wrapped and she's obviously like, I'm going to support this editor. I'm going to do it and all that sort of thing. And I remember I just like, you know, it was just one of those jobs where it just like felt bigger than what it needed to be. And I was like overthinking it and I never delivered it. And I still have in my wardrobe all of the photos that need to be scanned, all the CDs that she gave me of all the photos. And also even 
all of um, the photos printed out on like a contact sheet where she'd circled and crossed the ones that she wanted. And a part of me wanted to go on to Facebook, find her and send her back the box of all the photos. I mean, oh this God. is what's this her, is 15 what, years ago. What's her name? Roshni is her name. Roshni who? Roshni. Uh, I think she's married now, but it's Roshni Sones. But I feel embarrassed about it because like you took her money. You've been a you've been a, I think it was three hundred dollars. You've been a con artist since how old? Yeah, I would have been 15, 16. So do you think? <gasps> so that was like, what's that? That's like fourteen, uh, thirteen years ago or something. But do you think I um? That'd be funny. That'd no, be funny. It's not even about you. funny content. Like no, but fuck, I mean, you're be... always thinking about content. <laughs> We're going to call this show all for content because I've got the dot com, but we we haven't. But anyway. No, but how do you get rid of it? Like, I can't have that thing. I haven't had the heart to chuck it out. Why? Give it to me. I'll dump it. No way. Then, because you know what's going to happen? They're going to be like, hey, Josh. Fuck. I mean, the, knock on wood, this isn't going to happen. But it's like, hey, um, hi, Josh. This is Roshni's family. Roshni's passed oh, away. Oh, no. See, and this is you overthinking. And she's asked, she's said... Uh, I've we've we've seen a note here that says that you were going to deliver this thing, and it would be really beautiful to play it at her funeral. That that is, I know that's so fucked up, but that's what I think about. I'm like, oh man, so I can't get rid of it. So, but is it too weird just to be like? Because I also don't want to open up the conversation. It feels like even me talking about it now feels like I'm um, opening it up. Whereas, like, all I want to do is be able to give her the three hundred dollars back, and um, like, I'm fucking breathing, anxious breathing because of this. Um, How long have we been going for? Twenty minutes. That's we have. You said that thirty minutes was going to be hard. Not when I've got like. This is my psychologist, the psychology. (laughs) But I'm cancelling any psychologist that I was going to have. I'm just going to come here. We can. You can contact her. It is simple as. Hey, I remember I was going to do this job for you. If you don't care about parting with three hundred bucks and giving it back to her, because she might ask for that, but she might just say, "Oh, oh right." No, the thing photos. is, she would never like. The thing is, she's never gonna. She probably wouldn't. This is thirteen years. Whose ago. money was it? Would have been hers. Personal money. It yeah, wasn't the school. No, it would have been cash. Personal money. And but hang on, how did you feel when you didn't deliver? Well, because the thing Mate, is, we that just it was walked like, past your hairdresser and you got awkward because you didn't want to be seen by. The guy who cuts your hair that you've stopped going to, yeah, I think it's, it's eighty dollars for is, a short back like and size. Because it was every single year, it was like, okay, that's gonna like we're gonna do that now. So I'm like, hey, I'm struggling to pick which photos. Can you do that bit and that? And then it just like after two years and three years, it it sort of just gets lost. And right now, you work with big clients that pay you a lot of money, yeah. and you actually execute them. Yeah. So you learned from your mistakes. I did. I think that like and. So I'm breathing again. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, uh, it's. I think that you know when you talk about people being triggered and yeah. stuff like that. I think that's so much of like they, people's reactions to emails and like, hey, you're working on that thing. They're just freaking out about Roshni <laughs> and the fact that you haven't delivered on the thing, and that's all coming. I out. get triggered if you're asking about being triggered. I definitely do about some things. Yeah. More around the school, you mentioning the teachers that used to... I used to always get in trouble. Or mm. I was at least the person that was pointed at and blamed for something that went on. But was it you? Not always. No, uh-huh. 100% not. And so 
this is just a quick story, probably 14, 15, we went to a party. So mm-hmm. I lived in Brighton, got dropped at a party in Mordialic, 30 minutes away, yeah. in this big warehouse. And it was like a 16th birthday, oh no, 14th birthday, 15th birthday, whatever. Anyway, so it was like a bit of a disco and there was a DJ and people had brought some Red Bears and some Woodies. What's Red Bears? Is These that are vodkas. Oh, no, I don't drink. Josh never drinks. How many times have you drank? Uh, like in Keep it quick. My, my whole life, like five times. Okay, five times. Anyway, I drink in, I've dr- I drank at least 100 times at this age. And so someone had stashed these Woodstocks or Red Bears behind the DJ booth in this house. Yeah. And the dad was poking around behind the, the booth and found these. They were hand on heart, not mine. Yeah. He came straight up to me. Mind you, he was a teacher at the school that I went to. Uh-oh. And he grabbed me by the fucking jumper dragged me outside took me down the stairs and kicked me out and i hadn't done it and he just knew that i was the naughty boy yeah and he kicked me out and i just remember there's nothing worse than feeling the injustice oh, and yeah. also because it's like i have done that before but i haven't this time it's really annoying yeah yeah but you can really be defensive and yeah. own it when you, oh, when yeah. you have been <laughs> And so, yeah, I just, I lost it. And but my mum at that time, she, she, see, here's the th- problem. I've got a kid now and I think if my kid tells me that he didn't do something, I'll believe him straight away mm. and then I'll go into bat for him. Yeah. And and my mum, luckily. Though, isn't it? But is, oh, so she always did that? She always went into bat for so me. So would that mean that you would never lie to her? N- I'd never lie to her about something like this. Okay. I'd be like, oh yeah, I did it. But I didn't do this. And she... Fucking called him up. Oh, gave him, gave him a good spell. Talking, talking about your mum's defending, like mum's defending their mm. kids. Uh, I remember I sent an email to the uh, program director of Three Ser in the city of Casey. <laughs> it, I, I, I said, I, hey, I wanted, yeah, I would have been um, like twelve, and I said that I wanted to be a DJ. All this stuff, and he wrote back to me, no joke. He's like, first of all, um, they're radio announcers, right? This guy was a fucking asshole, right? And he, so he's, this is like a 12-year-old kid. And this dude would have been like in his 60s. You keep every email. Do you still have uh, this? No, I think that that, like, that was pre-05. Okay. So okay. I don't have things before 05. So this would have been from a Hotmail address. So he's but, an asshole. Yeah. And so um, mum contacted him, gave him a call. I got an invite around to the station to, have, to basically have my own show. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, we're not doing it. And because like, and yeah, mum was super, um, super cross. I remember when I was, um, uh, I wonder what stories are going to get us in trouble. This one, I think is okay. I, um, I, when I was 11, I, um, everything happens around the same sort of time. I was just like, that like going from primary school to high school was quite transformative. But this is grade six, just after the Sovereign Hill camp. And I bought some real handcuffs and it was my birthday and my relatives were all around for my birthday. And my uncle, who in my head at the time, he was a bit of a know-it-all, had said that my handcuffs weren't real. So I told him to put his hands behind his back. and He was in my room. 
and I put them on really tight and then I said, okay, try and get out of them and he couldn't and I just pushed him onto my bed so he was like face down He's like, and he was screaming, he's like, it's too tight, it's hurting and then I was like laughing so hard obviously and then he undid them, I, I undid them for him Yeah. and he like strangled, like he grabbed my neck, not for long, not for long. I, I've always omitted this part of the story because it's a little bit dark. But then mum said, oh, what's what's the red redness around your oh. neck? And I said, oh, Uncle Blah Blah was strangling me before. Because <laughs> <laughs> and it sounded and, so outrageous. Yeah, and she and didn't mum's like, you. no, she believed it. And she said, that's just like out. Like, and we didn't see them for four years. And because of that? Because of that. Because of like they left in a half and it was like one of those, like I was always the catalyst for family disputes, made mm. a cousin cry, like who was like 15 years older than I, me. I could imagine you would have been annoying as hell, but you probably don't need to strangle a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that in, hi- yeah, in hindsight, it's probably like, yeah, you'd probably do that. I normally omit the strangle bit and just say that um, they undid it well there's a pattern here the only reason I'm here today is because I got the email from your mum who told me if I don't do it Josh will be upset and he won't talk to you again I think um, yeah it's funny isn't it it's uh, yeah there's so many like when you're a kid like you just look at like how, do you look on your childhood front fondly yeah oh it's pretty restless yeah but I feel triggered even thinking about that actually yeah School was the thing I had most, but I got through it. And that's the thing. Got, like Life now, fucking awesome yeah. as an adult. Like having responsibility can be annoying sometimes, but it's like liberating in terms mm-hmm. of you get to do what you want to do yeah. or you get to make the choices. So yeah. I'm trying this here. whole like power of now thing. Because mm. I like, fuck, if you think about what we've spoken about, it's been all nostalgic shit. We've yeah. literally spent like the whole episode in 10 years ago like every every story that i've told was from 2000 and let's wrap it up my back sore yeah i think uh i've got a po box which i'm pumped about we're going to talk about the fact that you have a po box yeah we'll talk about that tomorrow um but people can send us shit all right Um, what's the po box po box 400 abbotsford 3067 if we fucking get something in a PO box, just send us I will anything. Be blown I've got away. a medium sized PO box so I can fit medium sized things. But if you send big packages, I'll just get like a note. I'm getting bogged down. Either way, we um we're gonna talk about different stuff. It's not gonna be nostalgia of our childhoods no. every episode. No. But I think the the thing about this is consistency mm-hmm. and, and putting them out and having these conversations all the time yeah i feel better about it and sorry about the low energy i think that that like it's yeah, where also the fuck did that come I from the I'd, burger you ate before the i think it was, it was the two patty but it's also like i'm really wary of um not uh, peeking the mic <laughs> you're caring um, too much yeah i've peeked probably the mic caring, probably 40 probably, times yeah, no you haven't because you've got fucking terrible mic you are quieter than i am but um well, yeah anyway, you can pump that up in post-production uh, so, i've done a bit oh, yeah. of that before yeah we're gonna do that so fix it in post so we're both on youtube we're both trying to build that up as well new videos coming soon yeah when are you at finishing the one with me and Bodhi? i'm gonna Bodhi finish i'm gonna edit some of that today okay cool but um yeah great yeah. all right everyone uh you've been listening to the daily sh- the daily talk show <laughs> the date 
the David Falk show. The thing about fucking up the name is that we can then just change it. Yeah, exactly. It's not. (laughs) I mean, it's the funny thing is we went in being like, let's not like, what's like a really like specific name? It can't be too generic. And we've landed on the Daily Talk Show. The Daily Talk Show. Um, But yeah, thanks for uh, thedailytalkshow.com. You can email us from there. Use the PO box, please. Um, and like and subscribe on iTunes because we've got that set yeah. up and shit too. But this is going to be every day for all the weekdays and shit. So that's exciting, isn't it? We will have some guests on, I think. We might call some people and shit, but we'll see. Cool, mate. Peace out. Peace out.